Welcome to the Acupuncture Marketing School podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Grassick, and I'm here to help you get visible in your community, take marketing action with confidence, and get more patience in your practice and more money in your pocket every week. We both know you're a talented, passionate acupuncturist and that acupuncture has the power to change lives. So let's dive right into this episode and talk about how you can reach more patients. Hello, hello, and welcome back. This week, we're talking about mindset and how it impacts your marketing. Why do we get in our own way with our marketing? I've seen it over and over again. I've done it myself. I bet that right now, you know what to do for your marketing. You have great ideas that would work. If only you would put them into practice. So why do we do that? hold back from taking actions we know would help grow our businesses. Today, we'll be focusing on three specific patterns of thinking that allow us to get in our own way and some new perspectives, new ways of thinking about ourselves and about marketing to help challenge those thought patterns. So if you feel really resistant to putting yourself out there with your marketing or to being really consistent with your marketing, then this episode is for you. I find that for many of my students inside acupuncture marketing school, these thought patterns prevent them from marketing altogether, from just even getting started, or from marketing with consistency and confidence. And this is important because, and I say this almost every episode, but I'll say it again, just in case you're new here, welcome. (laughs) Consistency and repetition are completely necessary for successful marketing. You have to keep showing up and sharing your message with your audience or your community so that they eventually trust you enough to make an appointment. I want you to approach marketing with enthusiasm and confidence so you feel good about showing up often and being visible. This is way more effective than sporadic or half-hearted marketing, obviously. And we're going to talk about this concept today because I want you to have a wider reach in your community to share this amazing medicine with more people and basically have a bigger impact where you live and maybe online as well. And you can't really do that if you're hiding behind excuses for why you can't get started marketing or why you can't commit to consistency. Having an awareness of your own thought processes around marketing is the first step to change. And of course, please know in advance that this episode comes with zero judgment. If you can relate to any of the mindsets that we'll be talking about today, That is normal. You're in very good company because we have all been there, myself included. This episode is not meant to make you feel like you're doing anything wrong or you've been thinking about everything all wrong. We're just bringing awareness to really common perspectives so that we can change them. And this concept of mindset blocks that prevent us from diving headfirst into marketing is so important and common. It's that it's um, chapter two in acupuncture marketing school, which is my foundations marketing course for acupuncturists. So inside acupuncture marketing school, first I teach the basics of marketing in chapter one. And then before we get into the nitty gritty step by step instructions for different uh, marketing approaches, we have to talk about mindset. (laughs) Sorry, guys, words. 
So in acupuncture marketing school, we actually talk about eight different marketing mindsets that might be holding you back from truly committing to your marketing and doing it in a strong way. Today, we're only touching on three, but as I said, this is such a common block for a lot of wellness practitioners and small business owners in general that it's chapter two in acupuncture marketing school, and I wanted to talk about it today. It's just that important. So let's get into it. Number one is feeling not good enough or not expert enough. This is a stumbling block for a lot of people in terms of marketing. And there's two sides to this coin. One is that sometimes practitioners feel like they lack the clinical experience or um, expertise to justify putting themselves out there in a big way in their community. They avoid marketing because it makes them conspicuous or they have a hard time getting visible consistently with marketing for that reason. Because once they start marketing, it's probably going to work, right? They're going to have success. <laughs> they're going to get more patience. And then they're going to have to back up the words that they said in their marketing, the claims that they made that acupun acupuncture <laughs> can probably help and that they are the acupuncturists people should choose. And that can be scary. There are a lot of acupuncturists who experience this, especially newer practitioners, but I've seen it in established practitioners as well, a fear of saying in their marketing, come see me for back pain, for menstrual issues, et cetera. I can help. Because they feel less expert than people who've been in practice for longer. So you might experience this as saying to yourself, for example, why should I imply that I'm so good at this when the practitioner down the road has been in practice 10 years longer than me? Who do I think I am? Or who will other people think that I am? Like, will they think I'm overconfident if I suddenly start getting visible in my community and showing up consistently saying, I can help you? So let me tell you, nobody is thinking that. Instead, they're probably just impressed with your confidence and your commitment to showing up regularly, and they probably wish that they had that same motivation and passion and that they were able to execute their marketing in the same way. So nobody is looking at your marketing thinking, oh, that person's overconfident. It's just incredibly unlikely. And if they're thinking that, that is their own mindset problem, okay? But they are not. So let's address this topic in depth first uh, before we get to the second part of this that I mentioned. So not feeling good enough and feeling like you lack the experience or expertise clinically to get visible in your community. I want to say I really doubt that this is true. So many acupuncturists who bring this up to me are incredible practitioners with experience. They have outstanding clinical and diagnostic skills. Their bedside manner is perfection. They make connections with their patients. They get great results, but they feel like they're lacking something. You know, if they just take one more class or learn one more skill or become slightly better at this, then they'll be ready. Then they'll feel confident in putting themselves out there. And it's just not true. You are enough right now and more than just enough to your patients in your community, you are an expert. You might not consider yourself an expert. I get it. I feel this way too sometimes because you're probably thinking of practitioners who have been studying this medicine for 40 plus years, right? Like um, they, are, they are the goal, right? That's goals. Fair enough. Maybe you're not at that level, 
It's something to aspire to, which is amazing. But right now, you are still expert enough to help so many people. And as an aside, a little tangent here, I'm never going to ask you to say in your marketing to use the words, I'm an expert in XYZ, right? Like I'm an expert in treating menstrual disorders. If you're comfortable with that, super. But if you are not, and that makes you feel cringy all over, forget about it. Don't worry about it. There's a million other ways to imply your expertise, to share the depth of your experience without saying those actual words. Okay. So don't worry about that. Now, what does it mean to be expert enough? Because I mentioned that a couple sentences ago. You are expert enough to help so many patients. It means that you only have to be a few steps ahead of someone else to be able to teach them something or give them something really valuable. And with your acupuncture degree, you are honestly way more than just a few steps ahead in terms of your understanding of health and wellness and how to live a life that uh, manages stress well and prevents illness, etc. Think about it this way. As far as your community is concerned, you are an expert in acupuncture and Chinese medicine because you have a master's degree or a doctorate. You have knowledge that they want to learn so they can improve their lives. Remember that what is or what feels basic to you and me in terms of TCM theory is often new and groundbreaking for our patients. Most of our patients, at least where I live, have not been taught to think about their body or the foods that they eat or how they live their life, how they approach stress, et cetera, in a TCM context. Of course, right? And then when I explain to patients, for example, about why they might want to avoid drinking smoothies with ice in the mornings, The concepts of the digestive fire and Chinese dietary therapy and, you know, the organ theory blow their mind because it's brand new to them and yet it aligns with their experience. It makes sense of their experience, okay? So they are thirsty for this information, this knowledge that we have that we often take for granted because we're used to it, right? So a concept might seem simple to us because it's so foundational to what we've learned and we've been practicing it all of these years. Whereas for patients, it's a whole new paradigm of thinking about how their body works and new ways of paying attention to their body. So wherever you are right now with your knowledge and experience of this medicine, even if you just graduated, there are people out there who are in this perfect place in their lives for what you have to offer and teach them. That's your target audience right now, right? They are out there. Even if you feel like, I'm not expert enough, I need to get better, I need to practice more, I need to understand more of the nuance and depth of of this medicine, despite that feeling, wherever you are in your practice, there are people that you can help in this moment, they're ready for you and they need you. And related to this, I have some kind of bad news. A lot of us imagine this point in the future where we have total confidence in our clinical skills and our ability to help people and answer their questions. We imagine we'll be this like perfectly formed practitioner with the answers. Maybe we don't imagine having all the answers because that's not reasonable, right? But we imagine that when we arrive at that place, we will finally show up in a way where we know what we're doing and have all of this confidence 
to be visible. The bad news is that we will probably never arrive at that point. One of the best parts of being in this profession, one of the many privileges of learning Chinese medicine is that it's a profession where you're always learning and that never ends. And as far as I know, that's a significant reason that most of us chose this profession. It's endlessly fascinating and you'll never be done learning. So that's super, but it also means that you might never arrive at that magical imaginary place where you feel like you know everything you need to know, you have all the confidence, and you can tell someone without a doubt, yes, I can help you with this, or no, I cannot. So that means that you have just got to get started now. You are expert enough right now. The place that you're in with your current experience is perfect for certain people in your community who are ready for you. And as you continue to learn and grow and get deeper into the nuance of Chinese medicine, then there will be a new subset of people in your community who will be in that perfect place for you to help them and you will find them. Uh, maybe you've experienced this already. I know that I have um, and many of the acupuncturists that I've spoken to have experienced this as well, but your practice and your patience evolve along with you, okay? But the idea here is that you can't let this feeling of not being expert enough as a clinician prevent you from putting yourself out there in your marketing because wherever you're at, there are people who are perfectly poised to learn from the knowledge that you have, okay? So it's time to get out there. The other angle for this idea of not feeling good enough or not feeling expert enough is usually concerning people's marketing skills. So many of my marketing students will say initially, you know, I know what to do in terms of marketing. I could list a dozen marketing ideas right now that would boost my practice, but I feel like I don't know how to do any of them well enough to get started or like to actually hit publish and release it into the world. So many acupuncturists are afraid to get started with their marketing because they're afraid they're going to do it wrong. They're worried they're going to waste their time or that they're going to look foolish if they publish some marketing and it turns out to be not right, not right in air quotes, because I don't know if that's really possible. This can also be rooted in perfectionism, a fear of putting anything out into the world uh, until it is absolutely perfect tweaking and tweaking things a million times, like spending so much time on something like your website or a brochure only to never hit publish. Fellow perfectionists, I'm giving you the side eye right now. I feel you. I know you're out there <laughs> and I'm right there with you. But this mindset is really a killer because more bad news, there is no such thing as perfection in marketing. The biggest shift you can make if this is your struggle, is to start thinking about your marketing as a grand experiment, okay? Really great marketing is about experimentation at its core. It's about collecting data and the marketing campaigns that you put out in the world and then course correcting based on that data. This means it's constant trial and error and it's cyclical, right? It's marketing campaign, data, respond with a new adjusted marketing campaign, data collection, respond, adjusting and course correcting on and on forever. And of course, you will improve your marketing skills with time. I'm not saying you won't get better at marketing. Of course you will. 
but it's that ideal of perfection that will make you crazy and can prevent you from marketing because it's not possible, okay? In the same way that we practice acupuncture, we practice marketing. There's really no way to become an expert in marketing without diving in and getting through that messy middle. So you don't become an expert in marketing based solely on learning theory. By reading all the blog posts and listening to this podcast, you can learn the steps you need to take, but you become an expert in marketing through the practice of it by putting yourself out there, by publishing something online, or by going to the networking meeting, etc. Release your marketing into the wild, see how it lands with your ideal audience, collect that data, and then course correct. Another really important Guys, I don't know why words are so hard today. Another really important part of thinking about marketing as experimentation is remembering that the data you collect from your marketing campaigns is not personal, okay? Don't take it personally. Let's say you publish an Instagram post and you put a ton of work into it and you get crickets. This actually happened to me recently a couple of times last week. It's so frustrating, and I feel you. I published a series of posts advertising a sale I was having at my office. I spent time creating what I thought were really beautiful sales images, but they just kind of fell flat. They got really low engagement. Say lovey, right? It doesn't mean that I'm not a good marketer, okay? Overall, the sales campaign on Instagram was decent, and I got new patients. But these posts just really didn't go over well. So that does not mean that I'm terrible at this or that I don't understand my target market. It doesn't mean I'm not a good person. It doesn't mean that I'm going to fail in business. And it doesn't mean that I wasn't meant to be an entrepreneur. Tell me that you haven't had those thoughts when you publish something online and then hear crickets. I know from working with so many acupuncturists on their marketing that these kind of almost like catastrophizing thoughts are really common. We launch one marketing campaign that doesn't go well, and instantly we aren't meant to be entrepreneurs, or we decide that marketing is stupid and doesn't actually work, or we decide that it will never work for us or that we can never learn this. So we have all been there, and that's great, right, because it means that we're not alone. But just because a lot of people experience it doesn't make it true, okay? None of that is true. A failed marketing campaign is simply data. It's not personal. It's feedback. So you can say in the future when you have another similar promotion, maybe I won't include this specific style of Instagram post, right? So for my promotion, I'll probably create something different next time. Maybe I'll focus on video or I'll survey my audience and ask them, what kind of content do you really enjoy? Do you see what I mean? So if you feel like you are not expert enough at marketing, Remember that you can't become an expert without the practice, without that messy middle ground, and you'll probably never arrive at that magical point where you feel like, I am perfect at marketing and everything I create gets the exact response that I wanted every single time. Because just like acupuncture is a practice, marketing can also be a lifelong learning practice as well. Will you get better? Absolutely. Will you arrive at a place where you have nothing left to learn? No. And that should take a lot of pressure off, right? Hopefully it liberates you and makes you feel like, okay, I have great ideas. I'm just going to launch them and see what happens and then collect your data 
see how it goes. So the last mindset that I want to talk to you about today uh, that allows us all to get in our own way is when we feel so overwhelmed by our marketing task list um, or by all the options out there for marketing that we don't know where to begin and we do nothing. We don't get started. We don't try things. We just feel crushed by this obligation to, to do every single marketing thing that we learn about, right? And then we take no action. So we know for sure that the the world of digital marketing can be so overwhelming. There are a lot of choices, a lot of options, and the paralysis of choice is real. So if you do any sort of research on digital marketing, you'll get a lot of messages from marketers that you should be trying to do everything, right? You should have four or five different social media accounts. Make sure you're visible on every platform. You should have a YouTube channel or maybe a podcast. You should send out weekly newsletters and go to all the networking meetings. You should update your website, or maybe you should trash your website and start over. You should t- completely rebrand. You should do a giveaway or host an open house. It's just never ending, right? I feel exhausted and a little scared by just listing all of those things. So if this one resonates with you, having so many marketing tasks on your list that you're paralyzed, then I want you to scrap the list and just choose two marketing avenues that you are willing to commit to. I recommend picking one social media platform, no more than one, and then one other kind of marketing. So that could be Um, networking in person, for example, maybe you really enjoy it. It's something you can commit to and you decide you're going to go all in. You're going to go to every available networking function in your community each month. Or maybe you choose email marketing and you decide to send out an email newsletter consistently twice every month. But whatever it is, you are only going to pick two so that you have the mental space to take action and the time to really dig in and improve your marketing skills in these two areas, to spend time on them so you can make strides in your knowledge and your confidence in these areas over time, but only two areas. And if you have other lingering things on your list that you feel like they genuinely need to get done, assess whether you need to be the one who does them. For example, maybe you feel like your website really does need a refresh, or maybe you actually do need new branding. If you have lingering stuff like that on your to-do list, it's probably, if it's been there a long time, it's probably time to acknowledge that you're not going to do it because you haven't done it yet, right? And that's okay because maybe the reason is you are not the best person to do it. I have plenty of students who avoid, you know, a rebrand or like a a totally new website because it would take you and any of us a really long time and be a pain because that is not what we are expert at, right? But someone else is totally an expert in that area and they could do it faster, right? With more efficiency and they would probably enjoy the process. So in that case, it's time to outsource, Hire a web developer, hire a virtual assistant or a social media manager. So let's take an example. Maybe uh, the two marketing avenues that you choose to commit to are Instagram and writing an email newsletter regularly. But you also feel like 
Pinterest is so important because it's its own search engine and a lot of your target market is using it. So you decide to hire a social media manager who specializes in Pinterest to take care of it for you on a weekly or biweekly basis, okay? And you can find help like this on websites like um, upwork.com or fiverr.com. And fiverr is spelled F-I-V-E-R-R.com. I've had a lot of updates to my website done through professionals on Fiverr, for example, um, and I found my first VA or virtual assistant on Upwork, okay? So these are really great resources if you feel like it's time to delegate some of these marketing tasks that have been hanging over you like a cloud. It's time to remove them from your to-do list by paying someone else to do it. And then giving yourself the mental space to focus on just two areas that you can really commit to. All right. I hope today's episode was really helpful. Whatever is holding you back from marketing, please dig into it so that you can move through it. Because as they always say, on the other side of fear is opportunity. On the other side of that feeling of not being good enough is the ability to show up with confidence and to reach more people in your community with this incredible medicine. And as always, you can join me on Instagram at Michelle Grassic. Feel free to shoot me a message if you want to talk more in depth about some of the things that you feel like are holding you back from marketing with confidence. I want to help you get out there so that you can be visible in your community. Um, we can all change more lives with acupuncture if we can just work through some of these mindsets and learn to get out of our own way. I will link to Acupuncture Marketing School in the show notes so you can take a look. Um, if you feel like you need more in-depth mindset work, Chapter 2 digs in deep, like I said. Um, definitely take a look at that. And I will link to Fiverr.com and Upwork.com in the show notes as well. Thanks for hanging out with me to talk about marketing. As always, I appreciate you. Talk to you soon.